Silver and Away. Oh yeah, that was one of my favorite uh, shows uh, as a as a child. The Lone Ranger. Welcome everybody to the Wealth Guardian Show. No, this is not the Lone Ranger Show. This is the Wealth Guardian Show. And once again, Bryce and I are uh, thankful you've joined us for another uh, episode. Bryce, how you doing today? <laughs> there you go. What was the name of that one? I, something Overture. <laughs> yes, it was. I can't think of it off the top of my head. One of my favorite shows every every Saturday morning was uh, The Lone Ranger and Tonto. Absolutely. I'm doing well, Doug. How are you? You know, I'm doing good. It's been some kind of a last few days. I mean, what, in the space of a seven-day period, we had a hurricane, and we had a 5.1 earthquake. You felt it down in Charlotte. I I felt it up here. I felt it. I thought my kitchen sink was possessed for a minute, but uh, you and I both lived in California. You and I have both been through uh, a few earthquakes here and there, and we knew what it was. Yeah, you know, that was weird. I was sitting there watching uh, the news, uh, and... uh, the sofa I was on just started vibrating. I'm going, what the heck is going on here? And Sherry, my wife, she didn't feel a thing. And I thought, hmm. About an hour later, she comes running in and says, hey, they had an earthquake up in uh, in Sparta. Sparta, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know what the source of that was, but uh, my mother-in-law is always so funny. I texted her, uh, everybody, and said, hey, we had an earthquake. And she asked, was this a planned one? Did you know it was happening? <laughs> no, this was one of those unscheduled ones. It wasn't on the calendar. <laughs> well, speaking of, of, of volatility, which that certainly was, we're going to be talking about volatility in today's show. But before we get there, as always, we want to tip our hats and say thank you to all of our uh, service members, our veterans, and our first responders, thank you so much for what you do and the sacrifices you make as well as your family makes. As well as the family on a daily basis, we do appreciate you. We, we don't want to take you for granted. Uh, so thank you very much. You are in our thoughts, and we always appreciate you. Well, Doug, as you said, uh, we are talking about volatility today, and you know that has been kind of a theme of the market for 2020, unlike last year. And whenever the market is experiencing a lot of volatility, do we get a lot of concerned calls from our clients? Well, the answer is no, we don't. And there's a reason behind that. But uh, we're going to talk about volatility today. And I guess I'll throw the first question out to you here, Doug. How should people react and handle their investments during times of market volatility? And this will apply for people both who are nowhere near retirement and for those who are approaching or in retirement, how should somebody react when the market starts going haywire like it has for us in 2020? Yeah, well, quite simply, they should have planned for it already. I like it. You're going to get volatility. It's uh, it's going to happen. And, uh, you know, March was uh, one of the most volatile months we've ever seen. And when we do our planning for our clients, we have that built into the plan. So, you know, we didn't get tons of uh, concern calls from from folks because they knew they were going to be contained on the downside, and that's the one thing I would just suggest everybody, whether you do business, whoever you do business with, your financial business, make sure you got downside protection in there. There's a lot of ways to do this. You know, our our way of doing it, I think, is is fairly simple. But you know, March proved to us that it works. You know, the market's down 37% in March. Our portfolios were down about 8 9%. That's right. I'd say another key aspect, too, is do not overreact after the fact. Just because the market has dropped down and you weren't in a position to avoid 
that full loss. Folks, we had the second quarter was one of the best quarters our markets have ever had. And if you overreacted and went into cash at the end of March saying, I can't handle this because you were in too volatile of a position for your comfort zone in the first place, which you shouldn't have been, then all you did was miss out on the recovery. The recovery was almost as fantastic as the drop was. The drop in March, Doug, the recovery in the second quarter was just as fantastic. And the last thing that you should do is say, okay, well, I didn't position myself right for the loss. Let me get out of it now and and wait. And hopefully I'm avoiding some more volatility. And all you did was position yourself to miss out on all the recovery. Well, you know, the biggest mistake most amateur investors make, and I and I refer to these folks as amateur investors because they don't get paid for it. Yeah, they're not professionals. Is, you know, it's easy to make the decision to get out. Right. It's really hard to make the decision to get back in. You've got to have both strategies in place, and which is what our portfolios do for clients, is it's already a pre-designed uh, exit strategy and a pre-designed re-entry strategy so that, yeah, you might not get you, – you're, you're going to get some losses, and you're not going to get maybe 100% of the recovery, but it, particularly if you're in retirement – what we have learned and what math has shown through various uh, research studies is that what is going to offset your, what is going to derail your retirement plan is not failing to get those 10% or 15% or 20% when the market does that. What's going to derail your retirement plan is when you get those uh, 50% losses or 40% losses when the market is doing that. So you need to be, it, it comes full circle, Doug, to exactly what you said in the very first sentence. You shouldn't have been in that position in the first place to have experienced a loss that drove you to the need to do something. You should have already been positioned for that. Well, and and uh, another tidbit, um, here we are mid-August, a couple yeah. more weeks brings up September. What is September. September, folks, is historically speaking the most volatile month of the year for the stock market. Everybody thinks it's October, but it's not. It's September. So now is a very, very good time to start preparing your portfolio for for volatility. I mean, on the heels of September is a big, big election. Who knows what's going to happen in September and October? So if you have a concern about downside uh, uh, volatility about protecting your portfolio. Now might be a really good time for you to consider coming in and getting our second opinion, wouldn't it, Bryce? I think so. You know, a lot of people, uh, for whatever reason, decided I was thinking about going and seeing a retirement specialist or a financial planner before this happened, but now I'm going to sit back and I, I, I've suffered some losses and I'm not going to make any moves until I've recovered those gains. Well, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that strategy in the first place of waiting until you've got your gains back before you talk to a professional. That's like saying, let me wait until my health feels better before I go and talk to the doctor. Exactly. That, that doesn't make sense. But if that was your thinking, well, you've probably got, hopefully, if you didn't exit and get into cash and sit, been sitting on the sidelines during this recovery second quarter, hopefully at this point, now you have gotten your gains back, and now is a good time, by your own thinking, to go and talk to a retirement professional. Well, that's where we come into play, because Doug and I will sit down with you. You bring in uh, a number of uh, bits of information on your current portfolio, your assets, your expense needs, 
uh, income uh, sources in retirement. And we will sit down with you through a multiple meeting process and we'll help you analyze that, figure out where you're at, what the pros of your current portfolio are, what the cons are, what the fees and costs are, how your uh, portfolio stacks up against its peers. And then we'll start rebuilding that to improve how that could look for you in retirement. So that comes the third meeting where we now have made some recommendations. And by the way, we're fiduciaries. We are obligated to act in your best interest. If we're putting recommendations out there, it is not on the suitability standard. As most advisors out there work on, it is on your the fiduciary standard, what is in your best interest. So we're going to make some recommendations for you. And then we will go ahead, and if you feel comfortable with those after you've learned all the pros and cons, what the trade-offs are, and see how much better retirement can be for you with our portfolio based on where you're currently at, then we can help you implement that plan. And then the next time, Doug, one of these coronavirus or earthquake or something happens and the markets respond absurdly to it, you're already in a position where you can see it happening in real time that your portfolio is adjusting for that and you're not going down crazy with the market. You've done this ahead of time. Exactly. And folks, I promise you, it'll be one of the most comprehensive planning sessions you've ever been through and we do it for free and there's no obligation on your part. Doug, what number would they call if they wanted to reach out to us? Call Joy at the office at 336-391-3409. It's 336-391-3409. All you have to do is reach out and schedule a time to meet with us. We can meet with you uh, in the office. We are doing that. We can meet with you over the phone if that's how you feel comfortable. We can also meet with you virtually, too, so we can uh, get on your computer screen and show you all types of uh, charts and graphs as we're going over things so that you have a visual going on there. Whatever you feel comfortable with, 336-391-3409 is how you get in touch with us. You can also reach out to us at thewealthguardians.com. Well, Doug, I think uh, we've got a trivia question here. Time to stump Doug again. Time to stump Doug. Well, I think this one will stump you, actually. Uh, <laughs> they always this, have. This is more, this is more uh, I think, up my uh, alley than yours. But uh, what event on this weekend in 1969 did Max B. Yasker host? What event <laughs> in the middle of August... 1969, did a gentleman named Max B. Yasker host? I cannot wait to find out the answer to this one. Well, I'll I'll give you guys some clues out there. He lived in New York, and he was a farmer. So, folks, with that, we will be back after the break. Stick around for the answer to that. Maybe some of you out there already know this. I think I know. I think I know. Oh, Doug might know it this time. (laughs) Folks, stick around. We will be back in just a few minutes. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. My name is Bryce Payne. I'm also here with Doug Ray. And thank you for sticking around through the break. We appreciate that. We've got the answer to our trivia question coming up for you. But I just want to remind everybody who's out there, folks, ask yourself, how long are you away from retirement? If the answer there that you just gave was five to seven years, then I want you to help us help you. Let us help you make sure that you're making the best decisions for yourself in retirement. We do that by offering a no-cost, no-obligation, second-review so you can retire the job and keep the paycheck. And I'm going to repeat that. A no cost, all right, that's good. A no obligation, okay, that's also good. Review so that you can retire the job, yet keep the paycheck. It's not magic, but what we do is we help anybody who is approaching retirement figure out 
how retirement is going to look for them and get them properly positioned for that retirement to be as fulfilling for them as possible financially. What you have to do, though, and the ball is in your court, you've got to pick up the phone and call us at 336-391-3409. 336-391-3409. That's all you have to do. We'll take it from there. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, you stuck around for the break. Before the break, we asked you a trivia question. What event on this date in 1969, this weekend, mid-August, did Max B. Yasker host? And I could have left it at that, but I want to throw in a few clues there because Doug didn't have a clue. He's like, I don't know. What, what do you mean what event? I don't know who Max B. Yasker is. But then I gave him two clues. He lived in New York, and he was a farmer. And Doug thinks he has figured it out. Doug, what event did Max B. Yasker host in mid-August 1969? I believe it was Woodstock. You are exactly right. Ding, ah. ding. Uh, we need to get some, some bells and things in yeah. here, some sound effects. So ding, ding, ding. That is right. Doug got it right. And folks, I'm sure a lot of you out there might have gotten it right as well. 1969 Woodstock, the first Woodstock, really the only, the real Woodstock. Uh, 400,000 people on his farm, on his acreage there, living things up, living the dream, sliding through the mud, listening to some good rock and roll. Doug, you and I are both fans of music. The Who was there. I don't think the Rolling Stones were there, but uh, Jimi Hendrix, he was there. Crosby, Stills, and Nash's first performance was at Woodstock. Wow. Can you believe that? They never performed anywhere, and then they're performing in front of 400,000 people. Anyway, a lot of good times were made there. I, I kind of like to think that I was there, but uh, I wasn't. I often wonder, what did Max B. Yasker do during the whole Woodstock thing? Oh, I think he was probably pulling the hair out of his head. <laughs> Darn kids, what are they doing? Get out of here. Come on. Well, he offered his land. What was I thinking for this? Oh, I'm sure he was rewarded handsomely for that. All right, folks, in the first segment, uh, we were talking about volatility and what do you do when the markets are volatile. This time around, we're going to be talking to you about longevity risk. And that sounds like an oxymoron. Living a long time isn't supposed to be a bad thing. It sounds counterintuitive, but living a long time is actually a risk. Um, Let's take a look at how longevity plays a role in a financial plan. And we've got to be honest in our conversation, how we deal with this quote-unquote problem of living too long. Doug? Well, yeah, you know, when we do a retirement plan for people, our goal is to get folks through age 100 maintaining their standard of living without running out of money. Talk for a moment, just for a second, on why do we pick age 100? Well, at that age, we're covering about 95% of the probability. Okay. Granted, most folks won't make it to 100, but we do know more and more people are making it to 100 every single year. And yes, we have the same conversation with folks every week. Oh, I'll never make it that far. You know, my dad died at 69, on and on and on. Well, the fact of the matter is you don't know when your day is coming. But if we build a plan for you that gets you to 100, all the bases are covered. Exactly. Worst case scenario, in a, in a sense. Yeah. If I mean, obviously, your financials will be in better shape if you know that you're only going to live to 85 or whatnot, but we can't count on that happening. No, we can't. 
And, and you know, if a plan only works out to ninety or ninety-five, okay, that's that's okay too. Because we're not magic the, workers, not, yeah, and and that's still going to cover a big percent of of, of the probability. I right. suspect everybody out there listening to us probably knows somebody who is a hundred or a hundred plus or close to it. Right. You know, I mean, we've got. Uh, you know, we've got clients well into their 80s and 90s. In fact, our— Who is our oldest client? Well, I'm not going to say their name because they, uh, you know, I don't want to give that away. But I'll call, them, I'll call them Paul and Helen. They're over in Greensboro. They're not married. They're different, different clients. Um, Paul is 95 this year, and Helen, I think, is 96. Okay. Something and that's like that. because we are retirement specialists, so a vast majority of our clients are coming to us somewhere in their early to mid-60s, and they're sticking around as clients with us for 10, 20, 30 years. Oh, yeah. And, and folks, that's not uncommon. I mean, you've got to think— when you retire at 60, 65 years of age, you've got every reasonable chance of being in retirement for 20, 25, 30 years. And that wasn't the case when people were retiring back when Social Security first started. Uh, mm-hmm. In the early 1900s, you were living maybe 10, 15 years in retirement back then. So it was much easier to plan for retirement when you only had to plan for 10 or 15 years. Now, if you're planning for essentially maybe a third of your life, of being in retirement, that means you've really got to be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have anybody in your family that's made it to 100? No, uh, not that I am aware of. Uh, sometimes my mind feels like it's already there. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I know that the uh, the death rate for human beings is still hovering right around 100%. And this year alone sounds like it's feels like it's around 110% with everything that's going on. But no, in my family, um, I'm not aware of anybody. But that doesn't mean that I want to plan on my retirement plan only lasting until age 85 or 90. Because if I make it to 91, that means I've got a problem. Exactly. Well, let's see, my grandmother made it to 100. Really? And I've often talked about uh, my wife's grandparents. Uh, Pop-Up was 104, driving at 102, and his wife, B, she made it to 99. Wow. Yeah, there's some longevity there. And, and again, it just underscores, folks, you got to plan for being around a lot longer than you may think. Yeah, and we shouldn't rely on just exactly what our parents did because, as you are uh, want to say, Doug, that uh, we are living more healthy lives now. We're eating better, uh, by and large, and we've got better medicine. We can diagnose things faster and easier now. And just because you might have somebody, everyone in your family passed away at age 75 or 80, you don't want to count on that happening to you when it comes to your finances. It's better to play the conservative game and make sure that you've got all your bases covered, as you said. Exactly. Well, you know, one of our mottos on the Wealth Guardians is that we want you to retire the job, but keep that paycheck. It is. Think about how important that is. If you're heading into retirement, you're basically heading into a few decades of unemployment. We have to diligently plan for that so you can keep that paycheck coming. Right. The way we help clients prepare is with a clear, well-constructed financial plan. And all of our plans at the Wealth Guardians abide by the three C's. The three C's. First, our plans are 
comprehensive. We make sure that no stone is left in turn, whether it's uh, from taxes to inflation, from market volatility to income, or from long-term care coverage to Social Security. We're going to cover everything. And next, our plans are always customized. This is not cookie cutter. You aren't your neighbor. You aren't your coworker, and you sure aren't your crazy Uncle Joe. So don't get that cookie cutter plan that might be the same as everyone else has. We make sure that every plan fits your unique situation. And then the third C, complimentary. Well, our favorite one. You should be able to get a financial review at a plan at no cost or obligation. This helps get you comfortable with the process. Well, Bryce, you know, there's probably a lot of other C's that we could use, such as cohesive, handcrafted, creative, crystal clear, coordinated. Yeah, you got you got the idea. Yeah. But, you know, to make it easy, just remember the three C's. Comprehensive, customized, complimentary. Get in touch with us today to get your plan started. So if you're asking yourself, okay, Doug, Bryce, how do I get in touch with you today to get my plan started? You got to pick up the phone. Just as I said at the beginning of this segment, and you punch these numbers in, 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. And now in this computer age, there's a second way to do it as well. Instead of picking up the phone, you can open up your laptop and you type in thewealthguardians.com. And all you have to do is click on the blue button to get things started. So, Doug, let's go back to uh, longevity risks. Um, You know, some companies are investing millions of dollars now into the concept of significantly increasing the human lifespan. So longevity is clearly a coveted thing. So why can living a long time be considered risky? Let's go into a financial plan. Well, I think one of the biggest risks, and I I know this to be fact because there's been lots of studies done on it, most people's biggest fear isn't dying. It's running out of money before they run out of life. Understandably. Yeah. And that's exactly why you need a good, solid retirement plan done for you. And, you know, we started this show out uh, talking about market volatility. You know, if you're going to live in retirement, 20, 25, or 30 years, here's what we know. Another fact. We know bear markets happen on average about every seven years. Right. That means your portfolio that you're going to have to live on till you're 85 or 90 or whatever is going to go through probably four or five bear markets during your retirement. At least two or three. At least. But very common to have it be four or five. And you've got to be insulated from that. That, that That is a risk of longevity also. That is. So I guess what we're trying to get to here, folks, is let's say that somebody has created a financial plan or you've done it yourself, and you are making the assumption that you are going to only live to 85. So you've you've looked at your expenses, you've looked at the income you can generate off of your uh, retirement assets, and you run out of money at 85. And boom, at that time, you're now celebrating your 85th or 86th birthday. What happens? What is your backup plan at that point? Well, if you only plan for 85, then that's going to be a problem. And that problem is generally going to fall on your kids to take care of you financially or in some other way, because you're still around. We want to help you avoid that problem because that is a not a pretty problem to have. So again, we plan for you living to age 100. If you don't, you don't, then your beneficiaries are all the much better. 
uh, whether that's a charity or a relative. So let us help you look over all of the risks, not just longevity risk, but all the risks that you could be undergoing in your retirement. And again, pick up the phone, 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. You can also reach us at thewealthguardians.com. We would love to sit down and start this planning process with you to make sure that we've got all of the risks taken care of, not just longevity risk. And with that, Doug, uh, I wish you uh, a good weekend. What are you doing for the rest of the weekend here? Well, let's see. We're expanding the office, so we're going to probably start boxing things up and uh, get that process started. Is that this weekend? Yes. I guess i got to start doing boxing my things up, too, then. (laughs) Well, folks, I hope you have a more uh, entertaining weekend ahead of you than Doug and I have ahead of us. We look forward to seeing you or hearing from you. Take care. Have a great rest of your weekend.